0: Hey guys, Uh, welcome to Coffee with the Coaches. I got my coffee and it's just coach today, Um, not coaches, plural, Um, because I just wanted to, so this month was all about reflections um, and then just digging into a little bit more personal reflections of kind of me um, and my journey, um, not only as a coach, um, but as an exerciser, as somebody kind of reaching their goals. this one, um, even though I feel like I have a face for radio right now, lovely mask um, stuff uh, and stress coming out all over my face. Um, but I did curl my hair today for Marissa because she gets mad at me when I curl my hair for videos <laughs> when she doesn't. Um, but yeah, so just a little bit more about me, um, especially if you're new to Edge Body um, or if you're new to the podcast or um, If you sometimes struggle with um, why you exercise, why you want to lose weight, why you want to change something about your health, something about your body. Um, And I was wanting to do this episode and I thought that it fit in perfectly with kind of the Reflections Month. Um, So this is a topic um, that I will say is definitely... um, more, I guess, easily spread mainstream to females, but I cannot tell you um, how many males um, I hear from that suffer through the same thing. And so I think it's important um, to talk about it, not just as a female, but just as a human, as a person, um, that we all have the capacity um, to feel like this. Um, And it can really affect things. So I know um, if you follow my personal Instagram, um, you know, at Coach Missy, like I talk about this stuff a lot. Um, But I always wanna make sure that yeah, like I'm a female, I'm a mom, but I will say I have guys or guy members from Edgebody message me all the time, hey, that blog was really like poignant or hey, like what you posted the other day really resonated with me. And so, like I said, this this topic um, is a little bit deeper, not as funny. Um, but I think, especially at the end of 2020, what a great time. Coming into Thanksgiving, into the holidays, lot of reflection, lot of kind of deep dive of things with especially how crazy the year is. It's good to kind of just like evaluate your own mental and physical health. So the topic that I've gone on and on about, because that's what I do, is I'm going to reflect on, um, how I transform AJ. Shut up. There we go. So on that note, (laughs) see, they want to be on so bad. They're just like jibber driving in the office. Um, but the topic that I wanted to, um, dive deep into is my transformation or my reflection on how my goals have changed um, from negative connotations to very positive um, connotations. And what I mean by that is, so when I was in exercise science um, as a student, and then when I taught at the university, um, all of our, I I did my um, master's was in behavior change. So if you didn't know that, um, I was looking at not just how to teach people how to exercise, but how can I, um, help them actually change their health behaviors? How can we help them flip that switch? Um, and that's what I'm super passionate about. Um, and because I fought my own journey with that. And so, like I said, when I was in exercise science, um, when I was a, Um, teaching it as well, we always talked about intrinsic versus extrinsic motivation. That to be a good coach, to be a good health provider, to be a good motivator, you have to help people figure out how to switch their internal motivation okay, from extrinsic, which are outer things, looking good in a swimsuit, muscles, losing weight, the scale, all of those things to be, you know, cause somebody, you know, to look good for someone else Two intrinsic things, um, which are things that are like, it'll improve my blood pressure. It'll help me be around longer for my grandkids. I can maybe walk up the flight of stairs and not feel winded. I'll have more confidence. I'll, you name it. And so through Uh, reflecting on my years as a coach I've learned that motivation is kind of a very weird thing and I even question the times that I've used that term because um, some things that really resonate for me and then I know resonate with some of the members and we talk with our nutrition clients on it is motivation is one of those things that like uh, a lot of the times you're choosing health even when you're not motivated. So the most successful people are doing the things that they know will help them to be healthy, even when they don't want to. So sometimes motivation doesn't play as strong of a part as we thought. Um, And so it's important um, to at least focus on where's that drive coming from. So yes, it's extrinsic and intrinsic motivation, um, but really focusing more on um, just, yeah, the drive. Um, and where it's coming from. And so today, talking a little bit more about what happens if your drive is coming from a negative place. Um, I uh, was at a women's leadership retreat last January, um, and it was pretty awesome, seems like a lifetime ago. And this topic came up where, you know, you can have good healthy behaviors or a healthy addiction, or meaning you're addicted to healthy things like over-exercising, being afraid to not eat a brownie, eating super, super healthy, super restrictive with bad things, all of these things. Um, and that you can actually be addicted to things that we think are healthy. If you're coming from a negative place or a place where you're beating down your body or yourself. And one of the ladies was like, um, well, yeah, but isn't that better? Like, isn't that okay? Like, Isn't that better if somebody's choosing to work through their pain or their stuff and by just exercising too much or going to the gym instead of, you know, another addiction that's unhealthy for them? And I raised my hand just because my expertise and my background is in exercise science. And I said, but even healthy addictions when we go to the other end of the spectrum are unhealthy, um and we see it all the time and so where somebody's afraid to take a rest day they're afraid to indulge in anything um, that maybe isn't you know totally healthy um they're um afraid that taking a break means that they're taking a break to their goals um exercise or food becomes super stressful it becomes um, no longer healthy intuitive eating or just celebrating your body's movement it becomes things that you're punishing yourself for that you just have to do these things and so today it was just reflecting on my own journey of where that stuff comes from so this may resonate with you um, it may not um, but i think that's the cool thing is edge body we try to be real here we talk about our own struggles um, Knowing this about myself um, has not only made me healthier, but definitely made me a better coach as well. So um, things that I had learned about myself, um, severe kind of abandonment, childhood drama stuff, um, and you know, just things that had molded me throughout the years, um, I believed that I needed to prove that I was good enough. So I was driven, I was type A, you know athletics were my thing so it was like I just won more trophy making one more team getting one more letter getting a scholarship to college you know playing and then it was like playing wasn't enough I needed to try to exceed in all aspects um, same thing academically that it was like even good grades wasn't good enough like I needed to be a high achiever I needed to get every scholarship to get all the awards to be good enough and because I loved athletics and I was athletic, Um, I chose exercise science because of my grandfather's um, health issues and kind of growing up, going to cardiac rehab with him. And I knew I wanted to help people, but what I didn't realize is that my own struggle with exercise was that um, I lifted to be good enough. I lifted um, to be strong enough, to keep getting, I I had to be stronger. It was never good enough. Um, I had to be th- like leaner. I was, n- I was never lean enough. I never had enough muscles. I wasn't fast enough, even though I was extremely fast. It was always once I hit a milestone, there was always something else. And growing up my whole life, we're told that that drive, that being driven, that all of those things is great. And it is, but it's understanding when things become skewed a little bit too far or from a negative Um, and sometimes we don't realize it happening. Um, and so for me, exercise just became a continuation after sports were over, um, to be good enough, to be strong enough, to prove, um, that I was, you know, X, Y, and Z. And so, um, it was really, really easy, you know, even after, um, you know, doing CrossFit or powerlifting. I mean, I did powerlifting because it was like, why not compete in strong things? I'm strong. Now I can, you know, get more awards. Like, do all these things to be these things. And then um, I actually had a back injury that happened in college softball, and it went undiagnosed for quite a long time. And then figuring out what that back injury was, you know, you had to take a step back. You know, even I understood as a strength coach that like, okay, you know, lifting, lifting, lifting for high, high weights. Um, probably not super great for my back. So then I started bodybuilding and even after my first bodybuilding show, um, it became, um, just a big thing of, wow, now I know even more about nutrition and I can obsess about macros a little bit more or all of these things. And, um, I don't even know that I realized where it came from. Um, but exercise was my control. Exercise was my control. Um, and then food started to become my control with it as well. Um, and you become addicted to kind of like that success or those changes. Um, when you're that strict, um, that you kind of lose sight on the mental health aspect of it. And so, um, my, um, experience in my last two bodybuilding shows was way different because I did it for completely different reasons than my first one. But honestly, it took, you know, um, having my daughter, um, and then having hormone issues where I was like, Oh wow. Like, why am I stressing out about this so much? And I was really able to see that I had put so much worth on myself tied to being athletic being able to athletically perform, being able to lift, being able to lift strong, being able to compete, being able, you know, to be lean, to be the girl that has muscles, you know, to do all those things. And that it really forced me to kind of reflect on what that was doing to my um, mental health, as well as really starting to examine, um, why should somebody exercise, why they should want to lose weight, why they do those things. And so, um, just wanted to be really real with you guys that even, um, somebody that looks healthier, does those things, their goals and stuff can still come from pain or still come from a negative place. Um, and like I said, this isn't just for females. I feel like in society, um, females tend to be the ones that are shown that have a little bit more issues with body image or this drive to just be thin enough or to do the things. Um, but it comes in a lot of different ways. I didn't want to be thin enough. I wanted, my muscles were never big enough. I was never strong enough. I just, I had to do all these things to just prove that I was these things. And then Um, I had to do a lot of work on myself to be like, you know what? I'm good enough just the way that I am and realize that I was killing myself with the mindset that I needed to change, that I needed to earn these things um, and make a big shift that what if you already are all those things? And then exercise, food, movement, all of these things can just enhance that. They can just enhance your health help you feel better um, when you shift things from a pain standpoint to a positive place. Um, And um, I I did that for my members. I did that. But it took me a long time to see um, my own stuff and to be honest with myself. So that's why we like to ask the tough questions um, with our members and our nutrition clients. like, Why do you really want that goal? Why do you really want to change? Because you're awesome. Just being you, you are, and we're never gonna take you to tell you to take up less space, um, which is why we do strength and conditioning here, why we want you to get strong, but that it's exercise should be a celebration of your body. Um, strength training should be this amazing thing of feeling stronger, feeling capable, all from a positive standpoint. Um, you know, I'm really big here on yeah, members get PRs, yeah, um, people get things, but it's a celebration of like support for each other that, um, we don't have leadership boards. We don't have, um, I never wanted a gym PR board. I never wanted, um, things to be associated with, oh, you're the strongest person in the gym because this is a place of, um, It's just you versus you, and we're just trying to be better. And um, especially after having um, a child, it made me um, one of the most competitive people in the world, I will tell you. If you know me, you know that's true. It's also my number one gallop strength. Shout out to Dr. Nikki at Restore Chiropractic, the lone other person I know that um, also has competitive as number one. But um, it's it's you versus you, and that... um, you know, all of these things should feel great accomplishments, not in this, not stuck in the world of like comparisons with someone else. Cause like I said, especially after having a kid, I realize, man, like there's going to be tons of periods in your life where you're not necessarily losing weight or getting stronger and it's just different phases. And so if you're doing something, um, that got you one step closer to optimal health than where you you, you were yesterday, then that's crucial, then that's amazing, and we wanna celebrate that. Um, And like I said, this isn't just for women, it's the message is also for men. We did a kind of pandemic nutrition challenge back in July, and one of the things that we asked the members was get off the scale, you have to promise us that you're gonna get off the scale for 30 days. And if you don't think you can do that, we said if you live with someone or significant other, have them hide the scale somewhere you don't know. Or if you really don't think that's gonna help, bring it in. And we had people bring us their scale. And I will say I was very honored that some men felt comfortable enough that go here to even say, man, um, I didn't realize how addicted I was to the number. They said, um, you know, they don't really talk about it that much for men. And some of the men were like, you know, this stemmed from my wrestling days or it stemmed from just other things of, again, needing that feedback of telling them they were good enough or they were making progress or they were doing things. And so all of these things are just examples of just ways for you to examine where you're at, what drives you, and then being mindful of how we can we shift that language to something positive. Um, I, it took an injury for me. Um, it took having a baby. It took some hormone issues, um, and it took really just continuing to be inspired by the people I work with um, to realize that I didn't. I wasn't asking myself those tough questions, and so, um, with each of those milestones, I was really able to help other people get through them, and then I beat myself up and i really started to realize that wow like um i wasn't taking my own advice imagine that and so um i challenge you guys that if this um if this feeling really resonates with you so and i gave these examples at the beginning but if you're somebody that um you feel that exercise has a pull on you in a negative way and what i mean by that is guys work out all or most days of the week, move that body daily in some fashion. It doesn't mean that you need crazy structured exercise, but I'm talking about, cause that's healthy. We need to do that. So don't get that confused. Okay. I do that now. Okay. But if you're afraid to have a workout that you think is like, mm, this is too easy, this won't be worth it. Like, I did yoga on Saturday, and that was my body movement. And shout out to my girl, Carissa. It was amazing. And Sawyer was super quiet sometimes in the background. She came with me. Um, but it is, if you're somebody that's afraid to do a workout because it's too easy, or um, if you're afraid to take rest days because you think it's going to thwart progress, um, if you stress out about, oh, God, how am I going to get my workout in, when you're on vacation in a obsessive sort of way, because you're afraid to take time off, um, this may resonate with you. Same thing with food. Um, if food has no longer become an empowerment of just making healthy choices or intuitive eating or following macros just to make sure that you're getting in enough fuel for your body, um, if it's excessive anyway, if it's hard for you to eat, um, if it's hard for you to eat bad things, if you obsessively stress out about like oh god, like I don't know if I should be eating this or those things. Um, this could resonate with you, um, but um, excessive exercisers—people that are exercising more than you know three hours a day—because um, you're just you're just not seeing those goals, or you just need to push yourself. Or if you go to the gym to punish yourself for something you ate, or to burn off what you ate, um, I hate those holiday candy or Halloween candy. Um, you need to do so many burpees Like, girl, eat your Snickers and then move on. Okay. You can do some burpees later, but you don't need to do those just to burn off the Snickers. Um, if you're any of those things or if those things resonate with you, um, and you just even tune in, go back and listen to this whole episode. Um, because this was a real pain point for myself. And I realized that, um, to get anything in life, Um, you gotta, you gotta shift to, I'm already good enough. I'm already there now. I can still improve. How can I improve? How can I celebrate my body? How can I get stronger by just celebrating what I can do? Um, having a growth mindset where it's, well, yeah, box jumps may be hard for me, but I can get better. I can learn. Okay? Some of you are probably like, why did you use that as an example? Box Boxterbs are awful. Okay, um, But yeah, switching to a growth mindset instead of that fixed mindset. Um, that you can learn. You can get better. Um, and that it's okay to realize you're good enough and then still want to improve. But my challenge to you guys for anybody watching is really ask yourself the tough questions about why you want to lose. Why do you want to lose 100 pounds? Um What's what's driving you? Um, it should be good things, um, and and exercise can still be your control. Oh, it's my me time. It's my stress relief. Oh, it's just my time to go and feel good about myself. Um, I used this cue with a nutrition coach this week, and it was, she was like, you know, I feel so unmotivated. I feel lazy. I'm just saying nasty things to myself, and I'm just not making it to the gym, and I'm in a funk, and I just don't know. And I said. Next week, plan out your days, pick three days, no more than three days, pick three days, something you can do. And I said, um, have the reason that you're going to exercise be because you made a promise to yourself. No other reason. Just because you made a promise to yourself. It's not something you need to do. It's probably not going to be something you want to do in a pandemic. Lord knows that our motivation is nil. Um, but it's, you're going to work out because you made a promise to yourself. And I said, see how that shifts for you. So even little things like that, you know, changing the way that you talk to yourself or just being mindful of how many times do you beat yourself up around food or exercise? How can we shift that to a positive? Um, because I promise you good, good, good things happen when, um, health becomes both how we talk to our mental health and physical self. Um, physical health, um, because they work hand in hand. Okay. So like I said, we got deep today. Um, Still have my coffee. Lord knows I'm going to need another one today. Um, I wear my coffee helps me adult shirt today as well. Um, But yeah, that's what I got for you. So I'm just reflecting on my own journey um, and some pain points that have really shifted my health um, and then my ability um, to coach and understand what people are going through. And so um, yeah, if this resonates Dive deep, ask yourself those tough questions, and it's a slow journey or a shift uh, to the positive. It doesn't mean it's ever going to go away. I still have those moments of, oh, God, somebody's standing next to me in the squat rack. I'm not squatting as much as I used to be able to. Are they like, well, Missy's the coach. Like, why isn't she? Oh, my God, I have them all the time. And you have to just go. Nobody's thinking that. You're thinking that. Because you're just you're missing some of those things. It's and I like to just repeat to myself, I'm squatting to be healthy. I'm squatting to maintain strength. I'm squatting to be as strong as I can safely. And my goal is always to walk away from a workout. When you have a back injury, that should always be your goal. And that's just an example for me. Um, so don't get me wrong, squatting heavy is not bad. I still squat heavy. I'm just not squatting maybe as heavy as I want to. Um, but yeah, so it's just shifting some things and realizing that it's a journey, um, but that you can do it, um, but yeah, so if maybe this didn't resonate with you, but you know a friend that it might, please share it, um, and then let me know if you ever need to talk about something, I'm here. So yeah, end of 2020, I thought what a great topic to dive into, because um, this pandemic has got a lot of people worried about their health, so, um yeah, just making the shift to the positive. Thanks for tuning in guys. Um, I hope this helped even one person. Um, and go get a coffee, enjoy the rest of your week. All right. See you later.